Here I am, Coco, an old friend, here with members from the Coco Collective community. Each week, we inspire you to get back on to Blueprint through our experiences and journey living from a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is your vibrational experience. Well, it's a whole new energy today. We have Ren, Becca, Skylar, and Coco, or Becca, also known as Slay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it hasn't it's been a long time since you've been on the podcast. It's been a minute. It's been yeah, a minute. We're gonna minute we're sure. gonna record some good ones, and the, our first one starting today is loving yourself. I would just like to say that Ren is also known as Renny Pooh. <laughs> Renifer, Sir Ren. Yes. yes. He has many labels. Ren a lot. Yes. <laughs> you know, he feels feeling left out there in the moment. So this is a huge episode and it's something that I think we all struggle with. I think we all go through this as we move through the journey from human to light. Mm-hmm. In human, this is what we would call the shadow mm-hmm. of oneself. This is the old language of, you know... Uh, posting a photo and telling yourself that you feel great and telling yourself you feel comfortable but then when you're behind um, closed doors or as soon as you post that photo on Instagram you are running yourself down 24 7 Mm -hmm. dissing yourself all the things Mm -hmm. so I think it's a really good mix of us three here right now you know and even getting a male perspective on what that means especially in ascension when you go through your layer of perhaps gaining weight or changing and all that stuff. So we're just going to unpack what it means to love yourself and embody that Mm -hmm. as a light being versus a human. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's dig in. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like singing, is it Selena Gomez or Justin Bieber? Love, go, go, go love yourself. (laughs) You should go and love yourself. I, I know I, I know where you're going. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah no, that's neither. Yes. So one of the things mm-hmm. I'd like to point out, and this is one thing that I noticed over the last couple of years, is I would fail to look at, look at myself actually in a mirror. I would just get dressed yeah. and look down. Yeah. Like, okay, well, it looks like a toddler dressed to me today. Or, you know, like there's always something. But I would never like look in a mirror and see how I actually looked. Mm-hmm. But when I noticed, when I noticed that, the next thing I noticed was if I knew I was walking past a mirror where I could see myself, the step before and the step after were posed. So even as I was casually walking past like a bathroom mirror (laughs) and I knew if I turned and looked, I could see myself, Mm -hmm. I was noticing I was like sucking in or flexing. Mm -hmm. Altering what you would see on the other side. On the other side. Mm -hmm. To avoid a spin. To try to to avoid a spin. So I was creating an image for myself just for me that no one else is even noticing <laughs> yeah. walking past the mirror. Wow, I like and that. that to me was like, wow, that's really interesting. So like, can I just walk past the mirror and not pose or not flex or not try and like, and just be shape my appearance by yeah. whatever. And means can necessary. you sit with the narration of what you see in the mirror? Well, that too. Yeah. Right. So that was, that was a really interesting thing to notice. I'm still really bad for looking in a mirror. Like I'll comb my hair and brush my teeth, which doesn't even require a mirror, but I do like to look at myself when I do it. But yeah, it's something that's like I noticed was, wow, I walked in front of a mirror and like, oh, stand a little taller, pull the shoulders back, you know, get upright. And that's one of the things that I've been trying to do on all my walks all the time. Yeah. So when you're combing your hair, brushing your teeth, are you noticing an aeration still? 
depends on the day or what's the vibe? Um, no, the narration is just more like I wish I had cool hair. Or yeah. cooler hair. Well, that's still mm-hmm. not you know? fully... Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, still wanting to alter yourself. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so one, one of the topics of conversation I've had at a barber shop while I'm getting my hair cut because I'm watching other people get their hair cut is like, wow, I wish I had cooler hair, like curls or waves or like darker hair so that way I could get like a nice fade rather than be like, oh, yeah, I have boring, flat, blonde hair. That's like, so what you tell yourself. Well, that's what I tell myself. Exactly. The last barber told me I had cool hair because it just stands right out in an afro when it gets long. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. weird, but it's what But it it's does. all about when you – we're always trying to alter ourselves from what from the body that we're in. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's never really being happy with mm-hmm. who you are yes. and look, I mean, everyone knows that you're looking at someone else and wishing you had what they had. Yeah. You know, girls I know are really, are really, really bad, bad for, for it, it because yes. if you have curly hair, you're trying to straighten it. If you have yes. straight hair, you're trying to cur- like curl mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm no different as a guy. Mm-hmm. Like I want cool hair. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it comes down to the narration of what you see in the mirror. Yeah. So what's the conversation that you're having with yourself as you're standing in the mirror? Mm-hmm. Are you picking yourself apart and wishing that you were a million things that you're not? Yeah. Or are you standing in the mirror and accepting those parts of you that you can't really quite change yet? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, for example, like you with the hair, that is something that if you felt it and if it pulled at you, you could dye your hair. You could get a fucking oh, I've perm. Th- I've thoroughly thought about things. getting a perm because once I've seen it on TikTok, I was like, wow, I could totally do that. Mm-hmm. That would be neat. Mm-hmm. But I have to grow my hair out. <laughs> it's well, a whole other scenario. The, big, the biggest thing that happens with everything that we're saying is I want to get to the meat and bones of this. And I have a few people right now who are deep in these layers. And one of the big things that I have been mentoring on is I have a whole entire Instagram account. Okay, that Instagram account was nudged for me to start during the week after I blew up my life. I have religiously, with pure intent, posted on this account now for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. When people ask me how I appear the way I am, how I've learned to embrace myself, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, I still deal with it every single day, mm-hmm. but I have the tools and the awareness that doesn't consume me. Mm-hmm. So here's the meat and bones that I want to talk about, and then we're going to break it down mm-hmm. from here. I don't care if, if you're Skylar or if you're Becca. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. Everyone has these narrations inside of them, mm-hmm. and once you're aware of them, they're all consuming, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize how hard you have been speaking about yourself mm-hmm. and wishing and comparing and all that. With this account, the biggest thing I did is it's a private account, but I added people on my account that would ping me, okay? Mm-hmm. There's people that I've mentored that are having wide open accounts while they do this. And I would post the very first picture that I po- I took mm-hmm. and I had no, I had no There was layer. no thought process exactly. behind there it. There was no thought process around it. A lot of it was in the days where I was at the gym and literally I was like done sweating, took a picture and then I would post in my own words what I was feeling about myself what I was going through noticing the narrations and then motherfucking sitting with them Mm -hmm. and I can give so many examples when Skylar was working out and I'm looking at him just being beast mode at that time Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm fat I have fucking clothes that don't fit I fucking da 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 this is my life forever Mm -hmm. Um, I'm picking myself apart and Mm -hmm. I would literally sit there and cry and move through those emotions 
and have to repattern myself. Mm-hmm. Now, in our world, we can do so much with energy. We can do all the things that are so advanced that you and I were just talking about, mm-hmm. Becca. But with this layer, it comes down to you with you mm-hmm. wanting to fucking parent and talk to yourself. There mm-hmm. is no fucking thing outside of this mm-hmm. that can magically fucking make it easier for you other than you realizing that what you are seeing is not what everyone else is seeing exactly exactly because what happens is when those narrations are really thick what you're actually seeing in the mirror is a skewed version yes truly truly the the version you're seeing is not not real real it's not real it's a movie set exactly it's a fucking movie set that you then put yourself in and then what happens is a whole fucking whack of control when you try to control what everybody thinks of you yes you try to control the fucking instagram and it all becomes just a mishmash of a skewed reality yeah really and i talked about one of the ep- in the episodes previously when i was with archana on her um embodiment session at the mall and this quote really stands out for me and i was looking at her she was trying on stuff and she was talking about her stomach and i'm like blown away because i'm like i literally can't see what the fuck she's talking mm-hmm. about like i literally can't mm-hmm. and then in that moment i snapped myself out of it and i was like wow so this is what people see in me and then fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, we had a barbecue, a community barbecue, and I wore this lawn duster and whatever, this bra top with these pants. And I got a message after that. I think it was from Archon and she was like, I'm so fucking shook because now I saw what you were talking about. You looked unreal and I did not see if you even had a stomach mm-hmm. showing or your midriff or anything because mm-hmm. you just looked radiant and stunning. Mm-hmm. And that is the overarching energy mm-hmm. of what this work tries to do. But first and foremost, you have to be willing to fucking put yourself out there and be so sick and tired of how you feel about yourself and you have to to do the work to change it Mm -hmm. a really good example outside of doing it on instagram is we just walked through this with skylar Mm -hmm. you and i went to his favorite store in town and it's very dapper Mm -hmm. yes this store and watching him it was like he picked out shirts that were old you and then all of a sudden the the ones that felt like you you could tell that you were uncomfortable uncomfortable and wanting to have narrations about yourself and i picked these splatter shorts out for you and you tried them on and you could tell you're uncomfortable but as you melt it into them you accept it that they were truly who you are so i want you to speak about that because you've really been on this embodiment journey and the narrations that you have towards yourself and your body and putting yourself out there with your style yeah, well, I, one of the things I've I've realized, and I had we've had long conversations into the night, is like men really don't know how to dress themselves. Mm-hmm. So learning how to dress yourself has been an interesting thing. And the day that you're talking about with yeah. the shorts, I would just like to preclude this as just a little <laughs> like a little tidbit of information. Do oh. not go trying on clothes after you've like guzzled a whole liter of lemonade and you're just like full and bloated because like okay stab stab no 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 it's no, not stab stab because that's because when you feel that way no matter what you try on you just feel yucky you could be standing in there naked not even looking at yourself like i just feel bloated and full so then when you add clothes onto that you just notice it more mm-hmm. but it's literally just because like you're full of like water or food or whatever so that's where like where that was part of it was so the shorts that we're talking about are splatter shorts. They are very tight, very European, very like trimmed leg. And very nice package area. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Yes. So I like them, but there was something about them that I just did not like 
when I was wearing them. They just looked, something was off. And it took me a few minutes to figure out what it was because I never even had thought of this before because it's never even entered my world was the fact that I could tailor my shorts. Mm -hmm. So all I really need, they were just like two inches too long and they hung like a little bit below the knee or at the knee. So once I actually shortened them to be like above the knee, I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. I really like the looks of these now. Mm -hmm. But as a guy growing up in Saskatchewan, you don't tailor anything. Well, and I just want to interject because that goes back to this whole layer of self-love that then we were talking about in the car and Mm -hmm. Becca was like this is that layer of getting out of breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. where people don't give themselves the opportunity to even pay an extra $12 to hem something because they deserve it to have something form-fitting on your body Mm -hmm. like that consciousness level and that Mm -hmm. state of being doesn't even cross people's minds Mm -hmm. and I I remember in the car when he heard the price of the shorts and he was like you know stroke vibes over it you were like yeah but that's getting out of breadcrumbs Skylar that's owning your fucking worth Mm -hmm. that's the layer that you're on Mm -hmm. now to not go and buy the ill-fitting shirts that are mediocre because Mm -hmm. your body type and then you have the narrations about Mm -hmm. yourself that's the that's the missing piece of all of this lots of people try to bypass and they Mm -hmm. try and go and buy all the clothes and fucking dress their body but they're a rhinestone on a fucking turd pop onto Instagram and look at majority of the world Mm -hmm. and they have curated feeds with fucking outfits and they've taken a hundred million fucking photos Mm -hmm. and filtered it times 10 Mm -hmm. but they've done no inner work Mm -hmm. what we're trying to show you is the inner work that has taken place to then allow for the external embodiment to happen yes and you're on that layer and becca's on that layer Mm -hmm. and i mean even i'm on that layer so let's let's just even go back even further i used to buy all my t-shirts from walmart yeah Mm -hmm. i mean walmart t-shirts they're cheap because I would just like, I just want cheap shirts because I'm just going to wreck them. But then when I started noticing is like, they're boxy, they're wide. They're almost like an A-frame blouse. Especially on my on me is how they would fit. Like mm-hmm. tighten the chest and then just balloon out the bottom. So when you look at yourself, even without a mirror, you just look much bigger than what you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right? Even- so then it was like, pay a little bit more for a t-shirt that's a little bit more like fitted to your style. And all of a sudden, wow. I spend an extra five bucks and I look slimmer and I'm happier with The inside with starts to match. The inside, the inside. starts mm-hmm. to match because you are that way. But if you're wearing mm-hmm. stuff that's like so oversized. Mm-hmm. To keep yourself in yeah. that breadcrumb. Yes. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's even that narration of I'm just going to go to Walmart to buy myself t-shirts because they're cheap because I'm going to wreck them. Exactly. That's a whole fucking other thing because yes. then that's a breadcrumb in itself because mm-hmm. what happens when you move into this part of embodiment with clothes or Mm -hmm. with decor or whatever, Mm -hmm. when you spend that good chunk of money on whether it's a piece of furniture or a clothing item, when it holds that um, energy exchange, it holds you fucking accountable to sustain that item and the embodiment of who you are. Mm -hmm. Because with the fucking Walmart t-shirts, you just fall back into that breadcrumb Mm -hmm. and you fall back into that low frequency when that's not who you are you know yeah, what I mean? and I really want you to talk about this because Becca just had a home embodiment session with me and then you also have been like working on your external layers mm-hmm. um, I mean you just got a tattoo and all that stuff but like let's just talk about this because so many people get so fucking confused about what embodiment truly means mm-hmm. and when we were in concept you could look at people in concept yeah. and think that that was fucking it mm-hmm. and I have said in so many sessions and so much stuff I'm like the people you were looking at were 
like what were you looking at because yeah. it's like the people who are embodiment say me yeah. you didn't give two fucks to 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 copy that mm-hmm. you know it comes from within and yeah. the reason and what people can't click with is when you walk around people who are embodiment in their home in their external it's because they're moving through the layers of keeping themselves out of pain and out of breadcrumb Mm -hmm. and that's what they're feeling Mm -hmm. at face value you're Mm -hmm. like oh they have great style oh they know what they're doing oh they don't have any narrations Mm -hmm. all three of us here have narrations Mm -hmm. but the issue is we don't sit in them and we stop them because we're not addicted to the pain of being in them and we know the bigger picture to get out of them because here's the thing I know me and Skylar can speak. We're the heaviest we've ever been. We've gained weight. Mm-hmm. But that is for the we, okay? Mm-hmm. And if and in what world am I going to sit here and start to control and fucking exercise and do all that? For who? Mm-hmm. For the external to like me? Because mm-hmm. I can say with confidence that I love myself the most I've ever loved yes. myself because I let go of the control yes. and the layers that I had to do to fucking make everybody else happy. Mm-hmm. So if you fucking hate yourself, ask yourself... What level of control are you in right now Mm -hmm. to please everyone else, Mm -hmm. including yourself? What standard are you holding yourself Mm -hmm. at? What, what obsession are you having with yourself? Mm-hmm. Because when you realize that you are a light being in a body of form, that light radiates out and fucking masks all the insecurities mm-hmm. and all the things that you have anyways because mm-hmm. you inherently love yourself. Yeah. But that doesn't happen until you do this work, yeah. which is breaking apart all of this and doing something about it. Mm-hmm. And what are you picking and choosing? Yes. And what's coming to me right now is, so in my contrast life, I dressed up all the fucking time, always had my makeup done, always had my hair done, okay? But then, you know, you'd go into the space where I lived, and it was a hot fucking mess. Yeah. Or you'd go Ryan's into my car, yeah. and it was a hot fucking yeah, mess. Love truly. Mm-hmm. So where are you picking and choosing to put your energy into? Mm-hmm. Because as a whole, in this state of being everything is clean not not even just the aesthetic of Mm -hmm. things internally and externally Mm -hmm. everything is clean and i feel like it just comes back down to that responsibility piece of you know it's just non-negotiable truly it's just non-fucking-negotiable because as soon as things externally get messy internally things get fucking messy yes you know what i mean yes and i have said this before it's like in new earth we live at a a frequency of what i would call luxury okay Mm -hmm. in the sense that you feel luxury about yourself you feel Mm -hmm. luxury about the things you um experience the things you have in your home you don't Mm -hmm. you might not have a lot of shit but the things that you have are so in alignment with what you do and i always say the baseline and the barometer for me is everybody's home when they move into alignment should be magazine worthy yeah. coco should be able to go and be like hey you're in the magazine and be able to walk into your house without you fucking cleaning for mm-hmm. five days or mm-hmm. freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. and us being with becca right now and having sessions and stuff here it's like she's really seen the baseline of that where it's mm-hmm. like anybody could come at any time and you don't have to fucking run around and clean exactly. because your internal is balanced yes. right now yes and that's such a key i've mm-hmm. always said that especially in human you can tell right away what somebody's going through at the state of their home mm-hmm. and that's yep. not a judgment that just shows yeah that they're going through it. Yeah. So they could have the most beautiful fucking exterior. And I had people in fashion school that I witnessed this with. Mm-hmm. Beautiful people. And then I'd go to their house and I'd be shocked. It was a hot mess. Hot mess. Yes. Hot mess. Yes. So I really want you to talk about what you have learned through this home 
um, external embodiment, um, you know, cleanliness, mm-hmm. baseline fucking mm-hmm. layer with yeah. yourself. Well, it comes down to, so when I lived with my mom, I saw her use multi-purpose cleaner for everything. Yeah. So inherently I was just like, okay, cool. I can use multi-purpose cleaner for fucking the sink, <laughs> the toilet, the countertops, the fucking everything. Okay. So that I didn't even know I was breadcrumbing mm-hmm. myself with that. And that's how I would clean my fucking house. Mm-hmm. And that's why I still felt off in my own air supply because mm-hmm. I was surface cleaning. I wasn't deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting to the fucking root. I was just skimming the fucking surface mm-hmm. with everything. So it really pivoted when you guys stayed with me the first time mm-hmm. and you came to me and you were like, Hey, where are your cleaning supplies? And I was like, I just use multi purpose cleaner for everything and you were like okay <laughs> i was shook and i i didn't yeah. even realize yes. though that i was like what the fuck am i doing literally using mm-hmm. multi-purpose cleaner for everything was making things harder for myself mm-hmm. keeping you in a level of well for you you were having such a jar in your air supply in your embodiment yeah. because something as simple as cleaner yeah was fucking was fucking you up exactly mm-hmm. so then went to walmart got all the fucking things literally toilet bowl cleaner countertop cleaner bathtub cleaner sink cleaner fucking sponges cloths all the things because that supports a clean home yes so exactly and that supports a frequency so you have to look at that inside of yourself as well yes because we have all the fucking tools but how are you using them Mm -hmm. to support the embodiment of you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i even had this conversation with you with the physical embodiment i have non-negotiables with the way that i present myself with the way that i get ready um because it makes me feel inherently good Mm -hmm. so on days that i want to do my hair i might do less makeup or on days that i want to do a full face of fucking makeup i might do less hair Mm -hmm. but there's always those non-negotiable pieces because it supports the embodiment of who I am and helps the narrations exactly yes exactly but there's no there's no attachment at the Mm -hmm. end of the fucking day because here's the thing even with those things that allow me to embody who I am I can still show up in fucking shorts a tank top with nothing on with my hair in a ponytail and I still feel so fucking good about myself because the internal piece is there yes and I've worked through that and 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 that's what comes across people that's what comes across to people is you're not wearing like designer clothes Mm -hmm. but you ooze that confidence that security that I don't know what the heck the French word is that... Je ne sais quoi. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I'm glad someone else is up on this. And that's what people notice. Mm-hmm. And they mistaken it for the external things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's not... It's not. It's luxurious in the sense that it's all in purpose. Yes. yes. It's not yes. luxurious. It's pure intent. It's yes, not, pure intent. It's not luxurious in the sense that it costs see a shit me. ton of money. Mm-hmm. Or see me. Mm-hmm. And even if you were buying the things that cost a shit ton of money, you when you're in this layer of embodiment, you're doing it with pure intent. Exactly. Right? Like yes. all three of us sitting here just spent some good money on the weekend and got fucking tattoos. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about that for a second yeah. because that's a really good example mm-hmm. is I got a neck tattoo and I said to Skylar when, you know, we were coming home, I said, this is such a marker for me because I've done fucking so much work to get here where I didn't even have one single narration, didn't Mm -hmm. even think twice or debate about anything because it was so in alignment for me. Mm -hmm. But when I started my sleeve, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. it was fucking stab central, doubt central, 
fucking ever literally i'm laughing out loud saying it i was not gonna get my sleep because i said to myself no one will like me because jillian harris doesn't have a sleeve like, literally that's what i right. quote unquote mm-hmm. thought because mm-hmm. i was so in my wounds mm-hmm. and loved tattooed baddies and loved mm-hmm. all the bodacious babes but i was like nice for them not good for me mm-hmm. and sat there and dreamed about it and then stabbed myself that i couldn't fucking get it mm-hmm. So what did I do since 2017 and starting the sleeve? Work. Mm-hmm. Work to get out of my fucking comfort zone. Yeah. Work to document on my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. You know, that account shows me in fucking my journey from fucking old navy huge wretched oversized shirts and fucking not cutting my hair for a year stabbing myself Mm. you know all the things to moving into old navy jeans and rocker tees and then all of a sudden you see this like flip in 2020 where it's like there was this person before and this person after to now who the account looks like now which is fucking whole checkered play suits yes yes but that came through this fucking embodiment work Mm -hmm. of being like i would rather fucking be so uncomfortable with putting myself out there with fucking listening to these narrations Mm -hmm. than staying the same and stabbing myself and lying and be like everybody else exactly and And be like everyone else that's the fucking thing about this state of being is there is you can have similarities to fucking people we know this that's simple but there is not one fucking person like you no there's not a single fucking person like me there's not a single fucking person like coco like skylar like anybody and you have to be okay with that and that is uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. it's it's the uniqueness within yourself that you have to accept Mm -hmm. and work through and fucking own yeah like your style is so skylar it's not even funny exactly like he's getting these dress vests that you would wear with a fucking suit Mm -hmm. and wearing them with like cord shorts and a shirt with a bucket hat and here's the thing too i said this to alexa the other one day I said when you see me I have black hair tattoos and I wear fucking all black red whatever and I said when you look at me and Alexia together yeah aesthetically makes zero sense yes zero fucking sense Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because her external truly it means nothing to me but it's the embodiment that she has with her aesthetic exactly it works for her exactly cool that it doesn't fucking work for me Mm -hmm. i don't care and the biggest spin that we all have in life and the reason why we're so fucking hard on ourselves is because we want to be like everyone else yes and we want to be accepted by everybody we want to be approved by everybody we want to be seen by everybody we want to be validated by everybody but here's the fucking thing if you feel like going to the grocery store in leather pants and an orange orange corset with fucking sky high shoes cool mm-hmm. and that's go this work and that's exactly. this work and you have you have really rode my ass about this too as i have gained some weight and he's like seriously shut the fuck up he's like you are so hard on yourself mm-hmm. and i've really tried hard to stop that mm-hmm. and i redid my whole entire wardrobe this year mm-hmm. i threw out everything and started over new and now one of the biggest things for me is i open up my suitcase that i'm living out of right now and i love absolutely everything in there mm-hmm. because that had to change because mm-hmm. i had this whole section of the fucking closet that i would stab myself mm-hmm. over or i would fucking put on a fucking shirt and feel gross in it i'm mm-hmm. like why is this even here to keep us in the pain exactly we need to slow down a bit yes. <laughs> you guys are, you guys are like racing Hot and heavy. he's, he, he's like, holding his chest <laughs> well let's just slow down yeah, a bit slow it down so one of the things like let's just like like retouch a lot of bases that you guys have talked about here break it down um 
if you want to dress how other people want you to dress, you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you want to live a life where other people tell you how to live, you're not going to be happy. Yes. Because you will never be happy because you're living someone else's life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Basics. That's basics. So let's go back to like like year one where we talk about how you are a lighthouse standing on the corner. Mm-hmm. Right? It's yeah. shining in the dark. Yeah. It does not matter what you wear. Yeah, love that. People will see you. Mm-hmm. And they will just know. Mm-hmm. You could wear all... I've, I've worn all black mm-hmm. with a hood up, headphones on, resting bitch face, <laughs> you know, walking the dog around town, not yeah. trying to talk to people, <laughs> and people still come up and talk to me, ask me questions, and approach me. Why is that? Because that's actually what I'm putting out. Mm-hmm. Not you're not mm-hmm. judging. If you judge the physical, I think some someone took pictures one time because they see me walking. He's like, he looks like a gangster. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I do kind of look kind of scary. But people still approach me. Why is that? Because they of the the light mm-hmm. and the energy that I radiate off, and the work that you've done mm-hmm. that has caused all that. Yeah. That's why people still approach me. Yeah. It's not the clothes that I'm wearing. I'm not no, wearing no. a sign that says, hey you know, ask me about my day <laughs> or tell me about your day. I'm really interested in and hearing it. definitely mm-hmm. wearing a sign that says, I don't like to talk to people and they still but, come. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's not a specific brand. It's not a specific mm-hmm. clothing. Mm-hmm. It's an embodiment of a feeling that yes. you, once you put yes. on, you don't ever take off. Exactly. Yes. Boom. You hit the fucking nail. Yes. Are yes. you breaking anything else down? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think so, but it's interesting yes. how, when you are trying to wear clothes, and we can go back to you, when yes. you were in fashion school, you're like, yeah. the reason why you started your company is because there's no place for you to dress and you just wanted to go someplace to where you could shop with your friends who were these skinny little bitches. Yes. But you can't dress like a skinny little bitch, <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just be honest. You yes, couldn't. You that, can't, that was our language in human. That was the language. Was, yeah. That was the language in human, and you can't wear those things. But you know what? Once you like heal yourself, yes, well, you and, dress way better than your oh friends now. Oh my god, now. way better. And and I want to touch on that. Is it's like. You know, the shadow that I really want to bring up, and that's the old language, but it's it's great for the basics of this, mm-hmm. is I owned the fashion company, okay? And that was my world, is people would come in and I would dress a body, I would empower women to feel good, and honestly, if you want to call it a fucking talent, it's a talent, okay? Mm-hmm. In, in human, that was my jam, that is still something that I can do, like the back of my hand, mm-hmm. like, like Becca could do makeup, okay? And I lived the biggest motherfucking shadow alive. And I created a whole brand with pure intent from feeling to inspire Mm -hmm. the everyday girl, Mm -hmm. inspire women to feel beautiful in their skin. And I hated my fucking self. And I mean, hated my fucking self. Mm -hmm. And I so badly wanted to be who I'm becoming today. And I got lost in it because of what Skylar said. My self-worth wound told me I wasn't good enough. But to the external, everybody thought I had everything. Mm -hmm. But I fucking hated myself. Mm -hmm. So when you ask someone like me how I got here today, I hated myself enough and then had visceral hate externally of Mm -hmm. people who told me how shitty I was Mm -hmm. to hit that basement of rock bottom to do something about it. And in my specific pillar, I did it privately because I live so publicly, but a large majority of people that I mentor do it more publicly. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about um, what I've seen recently with 
um, the shadow. So for example, I'm gonna use Alexia. So I have been mentoring her to use her Instagram account to share her journey of her narrations. And it's been fucking eye-opening to see how one, people receive it. Mm -hmm. And second, how she's noticed how she was still curating everything. Yeah. Because that's how we started off this podcast, did we not? About how it's like we're still posing in the light. We're still picking and choosing and controlling Mm -hmm. of if if I have to do this work, what is the one that's going to ping me the less? Mm -hmm. That's still bypassing. Mm -hmm. So if you go look at her account, she's getting more and more into the rawness of it Mm -hmm. because that's how it's fucking done, people. Is mm-hmm. that uncomfortability. And the crazy thing is, is 3D thinks that she's depressed and needs self-love. Mm-hmm. And that's been an eye-opening experience. Mm-hmm. Because everybody flocks to this these type of accounts and mm-hmm. these types of pictures because everyone has it. Yeah, because then you can be partners in pain exactly. together. And be Instead like, wow, of, I'm not alone. Yeah, or wow, this. you know, you're so beautiful. And mm-hmm. who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck are you commenting? Mm-hmm. Where have you been when I was cu- putting the posts? She was putting the post that she was moving here or she's come into purpose. They're Mm -hmm. crickets. Mm -hmm. But as soon as society can partner and fucking pain on everyone else's fucking struggles, they love that. Mm -hmm. They love that. Because they Mm -hmm. want to comment on their pain. They want that brought back to them. And And it keeps everybody in the fucking pain cycle. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see somebody on the other side of the road. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I opened up my account and made it public, nobody would fucking comment or resonate with it because it's like good for Coco, not for me. I want somebody who's partners in pain. Mm -hmm. I want to fucking follow Alexia's account. Mm -hmm. I want to follow the Birds Papaya's account because Mm -hmm. then I can partner in pain about my stomach. And I don't have to do anything about it. Exactly. Take Mm -hmm. that in. Then I can be the biggest, the biggest bypasser and not do a bloody fucking thing about it because, oh my God, people are posting about it. This is that, that toxic, toxic mm-hmm. fucking 4D self-love body fucking image mm-hmm. shit that's mm-hmm. going on and nobody's doing anything about it. Yeah. And I feel like what happens and the missing link too is when we're in those layers of say we fucking hate our bodies the reason why we fight it so much is because if we felt into it and melted into the fact that you know yeah i might be chubby or whatever that makes it true yes and we don't want it to be true oh i love that skylar Wow, that hits. We're going to say that. was Becca. I know, but I'm going to talk about (laughs) Skylar said that to me, okay? And I'm Mm -hmm. going to use that. Mm -hmm. Is when I was going through the collapse of my old life, I got an email from my ex who was like ripping me a new asshole about something. I can't even remember now. And I started bawling. And Skylar said to me, there's an ounce of truth in there. And you have to feel that. Mm -hmm. And then look and then move on from the rest. Mm -hmm. And that's the segue here. Yep is people don't want to change because they don't want to take the accountability of the truth mm-hmm. that, hey, I am a fat fuck right now. Cool. And what is a fat fuck anyways in society? What is that? Like, who defines these standards? Mm-hmm. Like, take that in. Mm-hmm. Truly. Okay, oh, I'm too skinny. Oh, my tits aren't big enough. Oh, my ass is flat. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you used to show me pictures back in the day of like 19 fucking 18 women, and they looked exactly like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yet society and marketing and the yes. game and 3D over time yeah. change those images. For God's sakes, you guys, the Kardashians got their butt implants out because mm-hmm. now we're doing it more into that 1990s like grunge lanky mm-hmm. 
body. Yes. So that's why you yeah. need to be solid within exactly. yourself because the trends the game change. Will the trends manipulate. are always fucking changing. Exactly. So you get to a point where you're so solid because in yourself that you're not fucking swayed exactly. by anything. And the and the trends keep changing to keep you guessing, to keep you spinning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to keep making money from you and yes. to keep you in fear of yeah. your own fucking self. Uh-huh. Stop and realize this, you guys, that body image is a trillion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. And I have been working with Ali, who her purpose has to do with um, like body, like weight and all that stuff. And in her higher self letter, it's like, when Allie fucking is on grid doing her purpose, she fucking knocks the shelf off of the trillion dollar weight loss industry mm-hmm. because it is an industry. Mm-hmm. It is a game. It's a spin industry. Exactly. Truly, because it keeps you in a spin and it keeps you in thinking that you need to buy into something outside of you to fucking save you. Exactly. And to make you look a certain exactly. fucking way. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Does it fucking work? No. Exactly. And the, the worst part about all of this is that industry has been around so long it's generational. Yes. So mm-hmm. a lot of your body spins, a lot of your food mm-hmm. spins mm-hmm. are brought down from your parents yeah. who got it from like their parents mm-hmm. because it's been around for so long mm-hmm. that it's ingrained in us. It's become so normal. It's been yeah. so normal to constantly be on a diet, to constantly yeah, be on a workout in. program, mm-hmm. to constantly in. be starving yourself. It's mm-hmm. normal to be like, oh, I have a wedding coming. So yeah. I'm like not eating anything to lose weight. I have a vacation coming because I want to look good in a bikini. But one hour into that beach bod (laughs) bikini, I'm drinking. I'm eating my Mm -hmm. fucking face off. Mm Because you're so restricted. Because Mm -hmm. you're so restricted and you just want to be happy again. Mm -hmm. Which is why it's unsustainable is because you're looking at that exterior thing to make it so. To make you happy. Mm -hmm. And And to love yourself. And here's the thing that's coming to me right now. When you compliment somebody... What are you looking at? Are you looking at something? Or are you feeling into mm-hmm, something? Mm-hmm. Because if you compliment somebody right away, like say, for instance, if I was like, wow, Coco, I love your vibrant hair and the outfit that you have on today. Am I looking or am I feeling yes. into that and then giving her the compliment? Yes. Or am I looking at it, stabbing myself mm-hmm. and then giving the compliment yes. out of wishing it was something that I yes. fucking had? So for me... You know, if I get a fucking compliment about how I've done my makeup, are you looking at just how it looks and feels for me as a fucking light? Or are you looking at it being like, wow, I wish I could fucking do that for myself, but I can't. So I'm just going to give you this compliment because inherently it's actually a ping. Yeah, Actually, lots of times people hear like, I love how you do your makeup. I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then let's even flip that. You're receiving the compliment. Can you actually receive it? Mm-hmm. Or does it make you feel so awkward because your opinion about yourself is so low? Well, we yes. just witnessed, witnessed that on the weekend when I got my tattoo. Mm-hmm. People were coming by and being like, wow, that's a beautiful neck tattoo. That's unreal. And then the tattoo artist couldn't take the compliment and had to say how hard it was. Yes. And I was like, girl, this is easy for you. Mm-hmm. You're fucking talented. You're oozing with talent. Mm-hmm. You you can fucking hammer out a tattoo that's fucking unbelievable mm-hmm. in three fucking hours. This isn't hard for you. Yeah. But she's so uncomfortable with the fucking ease of being complimented that she has to put herself down. And that's what people do. Mm-hmm. all the time well let's mm-hmm. let's even do like even even a broader example because this one i love because this is me personally yes mm-hmm. um the girls were leaving to go get i don't know drinks coffees no food you guys are gonna go get food and i wanted a lemonade so i call i called one and i'm like okay no answer not unusual we'll call the other one okay no answers like okay cool letting it go i'm not getting a lemonade not a big deal 
So then I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden my phone rings. One of the girls has called me. And this is like how bad my self-worth wound is. I was more comfortable. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to say I love you guys. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted. Just wanted to say, you know, I was more comfortable expressing myself that way than be like, hey, could you grab me a lemonade? But here's the fucking funny thing about that because we were rocked because we were like, that was unreal. He expressed his fucking love for us. That's the first time Skylar's ever said I love you to us. Like the whole fucking thing. But but that's what they don't even realize. Yes. It's like, I really just wanted the lemonade. <laughs> but I couldn't ask that for myself. I couldn't be like, hey, yes. could you guys go out of your way for me yes. to get a lemonade? Mm. But if the reverse had been true... Then be like, hey, could you drive like fucking 40 minutes out of the way to go pick this up? He'd be like, yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. Well, not to work that's, within because, yourself of your worth. Because that's yes. easy. But now if they called me and just said, hey, I just wanted to say I love you. would be like, whoa. What do you want? What do you like? That's fucking weird. Yes. Okay, I have to go now because I'm driving through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? but that's but that, a good example. That's exactly mm-hmm. a very good example. And noticing that mm-hmm. in real time. Mm-hmm. And then when the girls came back, I actually did tell them that because I thought it was funny. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. And they went like But using you as an example, that. that is then where him as an example or anybody, when they don't speak their truth or they don't see their worth to ask for help and keep yourself in a breadcrumb, then all of a sudden it creates that external stabbing, as I would call it. Yeah, so then nobody he, loves nobody me. Loves I just me. do everything yes. for everyone. Well, no exactly. one does anything for totally. me. You then start calling it yeah. fucking everything. Then you exactly. walk by here and you're like... Well, they didn't do that because I'm a fat that fuck, fuck. Or, or they yes, didn't do that exactly. because I'm fucking whatever exactly, the narration Exactly, but it starts is. with you yes. not doing the action of the opposite of what you would normally fucking yes. do. Yes. You know, and that's where you, people get into the slide mm-hmm. that goes on for days, months, weeks, years, and call it a fucking life. Mm-hmm. Because you don't own your fucking worth. I mean, we're going through that right now. I'm going to use Seven as example. Yeah. He's now back in our world. Mm-hmm. And... Just yesterday, we're like, hey, like, you have to ask for help. Yeah. What do you need? And he's like, I'm having a hard time asking for help. And he's a really good example because he doesn't inherently believe he's worth the help. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So he will keep himself until we can help him get out of it yeah. in that pattern of that cycle of I'm not good enough. I'm mm-hmm. not fucking worth it. And then go to the coping mechanisms yes. externally to numb out the narrations that he's having. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, we can go to the next fucking extreme where there are people who think that they can't do it themselves. Yes. Yes. When internally they can. Yes. Because you have all the fucking mm-hmm. tools and you know exactly what you need to do, but it's the avoidance of yourself bypassing. that keeps you yeah. fucking stuck and, and the, the bypassing. Addiction. And the addiction to being in the pain, the addiction to being the breadcrumb, and the addiction to fucking living out the movie that you tell yourself mm-hmm. you live in. Mm-hmm. And even what's coming to me right now with the... I'll just talk about the physical embodiment. Yes. You don't need a reason to do anything. Yes. So for example, you don't need a reason to wear red lipstick. Yes. You don't need a reason or a place to go to wear a certain something. That's that's old. Yes. That's fucking old and mm-hmm. that's nine to five living for the fucking weekend. Mm-hmm. Cool, I bought this dress for the weekend. No, if you want to come to a session in a bedazzled dress, cool. That's unfucking real. Yes. Exactly. But I feel like that's where we get stuck too. Yes. You know? I actually had a thought about this. <laughs> Sorry. Because you just reminded me of with the ball gum. Mm-hmm. Look at kids. 
Yeah. Look yes. at kids who are yes. like three yes. to five yes. who are just learning to dress yes. themselves. Mm-hmm. They're, wear, they're wearing fucking rubber boots. They're wearing the princess dress. Yes. Tutus. The, the tutu. And then like the top is like a Spider-Man outfit <laughs> yeah. with like an Iron Man mask. What do we say to those kids? Yeah. Oh my God, that is so fucking adorable. I just mm-hmm. love how they can just like wear whatever the fuck yes. they want. And they don't care. Yes. They and they don't painted. care. Yeah. They yes. don't care. Yeah. That attitude towards those kids, we need to apply to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And give ourselves, like, the opportunity to fucking just wear whatever the fuck we want. Yes. And that, and it's easier said than done. Oh, easier right? said you than done. You can yeah. obviously, and, and that was the big fight I had when I had my companies. Because it was so easy to fucking, fucking spew out fucking girl power and girl boss and body empowerment and mm-hmm. this whole fucking brand that I built. But inherently, I fucking hated myself and I was too worked up in my wound and didn't even know I had a goddamn wound Mm -hmm. to do a bloody thing about it. But that's a good example of like the buck stops with you. You know, if I would have known what I know now, then Mm -hmm. I would have fucking built a brand that I wanted to. But I was so scared that I was going to lose something that never even fucking mattered in the first place because the only thing that mattered was the light within Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter. And this is what people need to hear and they need to really hear this loud is it's like all the fears and all the people and all the things that you're scared of for embodying yourself and why you're so fucking obsessed with the way you look and all that stuff. They don't matter. And they would go in a hot second because they're just as focused on themselves. Mm-hmm. And you need to really hear that because mm-hmm. I went through this. Yeah. All the things that stopped me, all the things that held me back from being who I was, they're not here now. Mm-hmm. None of them even know Coco. Mm-hmm. None of them have even met well, let's, Coco. Let's even just take out for like we go out for supper. Yes. You're wearing your flamboyant outfits. <laughs> Alexia's wearing her white. Becca's wearing her black. Yeah. And you have your suspenders and a vest Colorful on. Shirt. Well, I mean, yeah. we're not even, not even talking about that most of the time. But what we're talking about is is just the three of you. Okay. All black, all white. Rainbow. Uh, rainbow. <laughs> perfect. That's actually a perfect example. Yes. yes. Who gets the compliments? All of us. Rainbow. I don't know. Nine times yeah. out of ten, yeah. Rainbow yes. gets the compliments. Yes. 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 Why? Because people actually want to dress like that mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. People want to be. People, extravagant as much yes. as they don't want to be seen mm-hmm. they want to be seen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it's just like all black or all white it's like just see me notice me for who i am yeah. really yes. but even the journey with me and i said this to coco was the reason why prior to because i'm working on bringing color into my life the reason why i would wear all black is because that was safe for me yes yeah. and that would keep me hidden and that, and that was keep, easy and, and that would keep you in the pain of like i want to be seen but nobody sees me so yes. i can fucking live in my little crumb and feel fucking shitty about myself because you're the one keeping yourself Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. and that's a big theme as well everybody wants to be seen and then they don't want to be seen Mm -hmm. and then they fucking spin about not being seen and then people are jealous about say people like me who are so fucking flamboyant Mm -hmm. because it's like you inherently want to do that and we all can see that within ourselves only you only want to be seen a certain way in your in your safe circumstances exactly But the only way to be seen that way is to be 100% yourself. Okay Here's the thing. Yes. You want to be yourself. fucking pinged by your fucking wounds in this lair? Dress to the fucking nines it, where you would be seen and walk down Bernard on mm-hmm. a fucking Friday night. Mm-hmm. I, I live in Regina. I don't have Bernard. <laughs> cool. Walk down fucking Dudney then. <laughs> yeah. Or fucking by the legislative building. Yeah. Whatever. But that's the work. Or dress to the nines and go to the mall. Yes. Or and turn people's heads and be okay with or that. Or fucking use your Instagram account to show 
show yourself as a light versus a fucking curated human. Exactly. Stop hiding. What do you mm-hmm. look like? And notice, like, notice how when Skylar said, yeah, you walk by the mirror and you do a pose. Notice if you start fucking posting pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. What are the narrations that are coming mm-hmm. up? What are people saying? Mm-hmm. What are the comments? Like, let yourself go there. Yeah. Because there's not one fucking person that's listening to this that can say that they're fucking in full embodiment and doesn't have the fucking narrations of this. So why are you hiding? Well, listen to what you're saying to yourself. And if you have a partner, listen to what they're saying because they are literally probably giving you compliments and you're shooting them down. You're fighting them. Your partner's like, I see nothing but the best in you and I think you're beautiful. And you're like, no, well, you're just full of shit. Yes. You just love me, so you have to say that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. no, they don't. How many shitty partners out there don't give compliments to their partners or to well, anyone? Yeah, or me and Becca have talked about this because I just said it to her today. I was like, wow, like, look at who you are right now. And she's and she showed me a picture of her last summer and I'm like fucking shook. But that she kept herself dim too because of the situation she was in. Yeah, because, because of the it, partner. it kept my partner comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Ask yourself, why are you keeping yourself dim? Exactly. Why the fuck are you keeping yourself dim and who are you trying to be for who? Yes, and Why? Why are you hiding? Mm-hmm. Why, If you're serious about this work and you want to be a fucking free light being, then what are you controlling in your life mm-hmm. still? Because one of the biggest unwinding layers that I've had in the last year is last June... I was asked to stop working out. That's Mm -hmm. what was asked of me to do because I had to burst so much stuff out. And a byproduct of that, my body has relaxed into what I would call its true fucking state of being for right now. Mm -hmm. And I've never felt more fucking free because I eat from feeling. I don't fucking spin. Mm -hmm. I There's no attachment. There's there's no control. Yeah, it's wild. I'm not going to lie. When I get out of the the tub every single fucking day, I look at my stomach and I'm like, wow, I've never seen this on my body before. Mm-hmm. And then it goes fucking away. Mm-hmm. I used an example to Lexi last night. We were sitting up here in Becca's room and there was a mirror and I looked over and my neck was swollen. My hair was up and I'm like, wow, I'm a fucking big donut hole that fucking could roll down the stairs. That's what my <laughs> ego told me. I felt it. I was like, well, what are you going to do about it? I feel fucking unreal. And, and then we went out for a drive and I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it again. Mm-hmm. But I had to sit with the donut hole yes. imagery and be like, <laughs> wow. But that's the difference is mm-hmm. how do you get through these layers? You feel it. And mm-hmm. like it goes back to what you said. And you accept the truth for what it is. I mm-hmm. honestly cannot argue with my ego. My ego thinks that I look like a donut hole. So the, if I fight it, that creates the resistance, mm-hmm. that creates the pain. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a donut hole right yeah. now. And you accept it. Yes. And you fucking move and on. And then 15 minutes later, we're going for a drive that windows are rolled down. My fucking throat looks like Kermit the Frog <laughs> from my tattoo, but I love myself. Yeah. And yeah. I said that to Lexi last night. I used this exact example. Mm-hmm. And I said, how do you get through this? You accept and you take accountability for what your ego says because it is true from your ego's lens. Mm-hmm. It is that, true. That. <laughs> it is true from your ego's lens. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why the fuck are you fighting it? Yep. yep. And I said the other day, because we were looking at pictures, and again, Alexi was fucking pinged from this picture. Yeah. And I showed her the picture, and I said, here's the fucking thing. I haven't said a goddamn word about this picture that you and I are in. I could have a million narrations about myself, but you wouldn't know because I don't fucking sit there and poke holes and entertain the fact. Exactly. Because I said, when I look at this picture, what I see, I love the picture because the energy of it and there's joy. But I said, if I want to get into it, the way that my fucking teeth look because my one tooth is crooked, I don't fucking like that. 
but is there anything I could do about my fucking teeth right now that they're crooked? No. So I fucking move on. Yes. I move the fuck exactly. on. Exactly. And the ego is always going to fucking pick us apart, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you matter of fucking fact that the fucking games, billboards, uh, Kim Kardashians and all them have one of the biggest spins you could even imagine because they're constantly controlling themselves. They're constantly trying to upkeep the image. And that is the fucking hardest, most restricted, most painful way to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wrapping that up. I would, like, I would just like yeah. to, I would just like to say that donut holes don't exist. They're, they just don't exist. They just don't exist. They don't exist. You have, you, have, you have a donut ring, but there's no hole. They don't exist. So you're saying... So, so, I was la- was, so the donut <laughs> hole was a cocoism. Yeah, so, it's a cocoism. So I'm like laughing in my head. I'm like, oh, so you're saying your body doesn't exist. I just wanted to throw out that. These are the things that go through my mind when I'm listening here yes. and I'm quiet. Wow. So I feel like we just all wanted to share this, that we all have these layers, that we're all going through this, Mm -hmm. but I hope that we gave some tidbits and some information and some help so that you can see it within yourself to try and make a difference. Mm -hmm. And if it's a layer, you know, and I mentor you, let me know and I'll be there to help you with Mm -hmm. it. But it's like you, it comes down to me with me and being so sick and tired of it that you want to do something about it to change, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like we're all in that, correct? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to you got to learn to wear the it's, the it's, fancy the fancy. Yeah, and it's not even the wearing; it's the it's being okay with being okay with what the quote that I just said, what the ego is telling you, because mm-hmm. it is true from the ego's lens. Mm-hmm. But feeling it, sitting with it, and mm-hmm. being able to switch it, yeah, and getting uncomfortable like that's consciousness as a whole, is yeah. it not? Yeah, uncomfortability is consciousness number one fucking and that's name. the work and that's the work. That's the work. And then it gets easier, it gets easier, it gets easier to the mm-hmm. point that you forget that that was even a thing. But mm-hmm. you have to stand on the edge of the diving board mm-hmm. at some point with mm-hmm. this layer mm-hmm. and fucking jump. Yeah, and realize that as you jump and get into the water, there is no sharks because the sharks don't give a fuck about you. No, and the truth will set you free. Exactly. And your glow will then show. Mm-hmm.